This is the Tornado Trackers Podcast. The Tornado Trackers are storm chasers Jeremy Heyman, Jeff Mangum, and me, Gabe Cox. Hey, I'm Jeremy. I'm Gabe. And I'm Jeff. Welcome to the Tornado Trackers podcast. We are so excited to have you. I'm trying. I'm trying some energy. Up I like top, it. You know, energy I up that. top. Yeah, Good. I feel that. Come on. This is a storm chasing podcast of three best friends uh, who drive all across the country chasing crazy storms, shooting them, posting them online, and just enjoying Mother Nature. And um, today, uh, we're going to talk about some crazy storms. Uh, but first, Jeff, I saw you lighting a candle in your studio before we were <laughs> Gotta recording. Gotta get that update. And you can't just light a candle and not tell me about it. So what do you, you, what do you got going? You know how I am about my candles, man. Um, this is uh, from Orleans Home Fragrances. <laughs> so I'm doing advertisements for them. And my mother-in-law has this at her house. And I told her I love that candle. And she bought me one. And I, bur- I burned right through it. And so I had to order online another one. And let me just tell you, it is a delightful treat to the nostrils. Heck yeah. Yeah, Orleans, we can't be bought, but if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> That's right. We'll, we'll, we'll be okay with that. Just send us a pallet of, of candles, you know. Yep. That, yep. That'll be fine. We'll, we take that. I'm in for that. Fabulous. Heck yeah. Well, how are you guys doing? I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm a, little, um, I'm a little upset about the forecast coming up Ooh. here in Texas. Yeah, I, I know it's gonna date. I know it's gonna date the podcast a little bit, but I I grew up a Yankee and I moved to the South for a reason, and it was not to be followed by single digits or minus been, degrees or yeah. minus or minus degrees and snowfall. So I'm happy for my kids. I'll put on a, a happy face for them, but overall, this former Mainer is not that excited about it. Yeah, y'all Texans have had a crazy winter in 2021 so far. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah. If you grew up in Texas, though, or at least central Texas, then this is all a winter wonderland. It's like, it's a winter wonderland extended. Now, so um, it sounds great until it is single digits and you stay inside <laughs> and, and you don't want to I go just outside, don't. I'm but. not prepared for it. I, I gave away all my good cold weather clothes. Like, I have nothing for oh, single no. digits. What are you going to do? I, I'm just going to look out the window the whole time. Shorts. Not, you just go out. shorts. Be in the bath. Or, yeah. Or yeah. jorts. Can you wear jorts? Jordan. Not up, shorts, dude. but yeah. Jorts. I got some jorts. Jorts. Winter I'm not jorts. afraid of jorts. I'm afraid of jorts in single degree weather, yeah. I want that quote, I'm not afraid of jorts. Gabe I'm not afraid of jorts. It's a new t-shirt available in the Tornado Tracker store. Hey, yeah. Plug that store. Plug that store. TornadoTrackers.org. Check it out. Well, let's dive in, fellas. Uh, today, we're going to talk about um, a really incredible day uh, in, in our history, in uh, one of our histories, specifically uh, Jeff's history of storm chasing. But but the three of us, for sure, kind of being a team, uh, we, we absorb all of our, our chases collectively. We're like the, the Borg from Star Trek in that way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we want to talk about today... Uh, this was uh, June 16th, 2014, the Pilger-Wakefield-Stanton outbreak. Now, yes. Jeff, just just 
hit us up off the top of your dome. Like what, what comes to your mind, even, you know, seven years later, when, when you hear the Pilger Wakefield Stanton uh, day? Well, that day is, is one of those, um, for a storm chaser, it's a dream day. The way that that whole chase started, it was a week-long adventure. And so we have uh, our friend David McConnell on here with us because he was chasing with me that day. And I think it's really important for me to share the story about how that chase even happened. So David and I, in 2014, were, were new friends. And we had gone on a little bit of like a weekend vacation and, uh, you know, the kids are playing and the wives are hanging out under the sunshade and David and I are going down water slides and just having a good time. And I start looking at the tornado forecast for the upcoming week and it looked like it was going to be pretty magnificent. And so I think David's wife was asking my wife what I was doing. And she goes, well, he's just looking at tornado forecasts. It's what he does. And I said, I think I'm going to leave the moment we get back home. I'm going to drive up to Nebraska, I think. And, and so David's wife turns to him and says, babe, you should totally go with him. And I'm like, yeah, babe, you should totally go with me. You know? <laughs> and, so, and so just right then and there, we decided, all right, we're about to embark on five days together. David, we've met maybe once, you know, but honestly, for some reason, I think about this all the time. You had never experienced anything like this before. So, like, what was it like for you to kind of take a leap on this weird guy named Jeff who wants to take you up to Nebraska, <laughs> of all places? Like, what was going through your head at this at this point? It was pretty crazy. I, I think, I, so I'm a teacher by trade, and this was early June. And so I had, you know, I was off for the summer. And uh, so, yeah, when, when he suggested I go with him, I was like, why not? You know, that I've never even thought about doing anything like this before. And uh, it just sounded like a cool adventure. And he seemed like a cool guy. So I was like, all right, I, I'll, I'll hang out with him for a week or whatever. And uh, I had, had no idea, you know, of course, what I was going to see on this trip. But, uh, yeah, I was just, I was up for you know, a cool adventure. I think for both of us, we were like, we're about to go five days at least, and this could go south or hopefully it doesn't, <laughs> but I think it's going to go good. <laughs> so Jeff, what do you remember uh, of that day, June 16th forecast wise? Like walk us through kind of the the, the storm chasers morning. Yeah. Uh, I, re I remember the, the day or two even leading up to the day of the Pilger tornadoes really well um, because the atmosphere is so fluid, you know, and it's as much as there's forecasts made and you can look at um, weather models and, and get some ideas of what could happen. There's no guarantee something's going to happen. The forecast at that point had been hinting toward a significant storm event happening on the 16th. But at that point it was uh, forecasted as large hail, high winds, and maybe a tornado or two. I, I woke up that morning a little bit down thinking, man, this is exactly what I was afraid was going to happen. Uh, it's going to be this large storm system that's all gelled together and we won't have anything really to chase. And so we get into the car and I'm limiting all my expectations and I'm not telling David what I'm really thinking. And so <laughs> I'm like, hey man, 
we could see anything today, but in my gut, I'm crying. <laughs> and so um, we get into the car, we start driving, and things just changed. Like about 10 or 11 o'clock that morning, the sun came out and heated up the entire atmosphere, like everywhere around us, clear skies. And for those who are not storm chasers or into meteorology, uh, when you have an unstable environment and the sun comes out, it just boils the atmosphere. And that's what you want as a storm chaser. You want the atmosphere to boil. And we started driving around and the first supercell just exploded out of nowhere. And that was near Stanton, Nebraska. David, do you remember like this, this process that we were going through at all? Because I obsess over it every day. I, I remember sitting in, in the parking lot of some fast food restaurant and just staring up at the clouds and just watching them build and yeah. just watching. And I'd never really done that before, you know, and just sitting there. And it was, it's just amazing watching these clouds just continue to go up and up and up. And when you're paying attention to it, it's, it's really incredible to watch. Yeah. So uh, we started driving north. Uh, and so Pilger is a small town and um, to its west and southwest is a small town named Stanton. And we, uh, we saw the storm popping up on radar and it just grew exponentially fast. And I remember we were getting some gas for our car and there was another storm chaser there. And he says, we better hurry up because this thing is going to explode. And I bet it drops a tornado. And I remember thinking, okay, talk about overambition. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that you think that, but we're going to hold, hold back for a little bit. It's not going to produce a tornado that quick. And within five minutes, a tornado warning came out. And so at that point, I told David, I was like, all right, game on. From this point on, you know, high alert. There's already a tornado warning. Today might go off more than we thought. And David, up up to this point, what in your life was like the most severe weather you'd been? You, I mean, you grew up in Texas, so you I'm sure you're fam very familiar with the springtime and things like that. But what what kind of like up to this point was was the most severe weather you had been in? Um, you know, severe th thunderstorms rolling in. Um, Lots of wind, lightning, thunder, rain. But, you know, as a normal human, I'm cowering indoors when that happens. So um, That's what yeah. a normal human does. <laughs> are you Absolutely. saying we are abnormal? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. That's unclear. <laughs> okay. So, 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 and I was reflecting, Jeff, just as you were talking, a lot of our stories, I feel like, play in this narrative or this arc of, like, emotional roller coaster and then a, a wild storm chaser comes out from behind a tree and is like, no, that's going to drop us a, a tornado. And, <laughs> and then they disappear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that, yeah, a wizard or something. Yeah. Um, now uh, the chase is on, right? The chase is on. And, and you're right. We, you know, when you're thinking about the night before and the morning of, you've already convinced yourself four or five times there will be a tornado outbreak. And you've convinced yourself four or five times that a cloud won't even appear all day. So you're all over the map emotionally. And so you're trying to set your expectations. But at that point, um, there was no storm in sight except one. And so at this point, we're going as fast as we can legally uh, to get into place. And before you knew it, there were already confirmations. There's a tornado on the ground. And at this point, I'm in 
quiet freakout mode because I'm trying to play it cool to David. <laughs> like, oh, look, tornado's on the ground. Let's go ahead and try to get there. But inside my heart, I'm like, we've missed the beginning of it. I hope we don't miss it. The whole day will be ruined. Why am I alive? And so, <laughs> um, so we're driving south. We're trying to get uh, in front of where the storm is. And everywhere we went was flat except this one area that we were trying to get to. And it was nothing but these roller coaster hills. It was crazy. And we start going up these hills and down these slopes. And we get a glimpse of this tornado, probably, I'm guessing it's three or four miles away. And you can hear David make a comment. He goes, uh, something like, oh, oh my. You know, he says something, say, I see that. And then, of course, we go downhill and we can't see it. It's on the ground. Oh, dude. Look at the size of that thing. That thing is massive. We finally pull up to where this road ends and we go north and we're on top of this hill and we can see this massive, massive tornado. Put the car in reverse and we get out. And what was really amazing was I was not anticipating how windy it was where we're at. You you would think, hey, you're near a tornado. It's windy. But we felt far enough away that it would actually not be that windy, but we could barely hold our cameras. In fact, the footage shows we are all over the place. Like David did better than I was doing. I had my iPhone out and I am all over the place. And, um, and watch this tornado go from a quarter mile wide, half mile wide to approaching a mile wide. And we sp- sit there for, uh, spent the, about three minutes just watching, watching it grow. And we were in the middle of nowhere, and there were some, there were some flooded, muddy ditches. We took the road less traveled, for sure, compared to other chasers. And so uh, by the time we, we got back in the car and we tried to chase it, we were all over the roads and the back roads and thought we had missed it again. But, but it, was, it, was a, it was a heck of a start to the day. Yeah, as far as I can get. And that one was, that was rated uh, EF4, right? Yeah. Th- there were four tornadoes that day, and that's the first, all of them were EF4, and that was Stanton, Nebraska, and it was EF4. It was, it was significant. The damage that it produced was significant. More than anything, I could not believe how big it was. It was mm. just so, so massive in size, and the way that it grew, I remember telling David at one point, hey, that thing's a half mile wide or more, and... Um, I just couldn't, it didn't compute in my head. And so we went through, we, we got to uh, the town of Stanton and we tried to catch up to it. So we drove north. We had no idea that the rest of the day was going to unfold the way it unfolded. And David, what was that like seeing your first tornado? That, that part of the day is probably one of the clearest. Um, when Jeff was talking about those kind of roller coaster hills, I remember that so well, just because it seemed like we were on the verge of something, right? Like seeing, like it was just over the next hill and we just, we kept going up and down and up and down. And every time we approached, you know, the top of the hill, it was like we, we could kind of get a little peek at it. And then, you know, as we got closer, we would have to go back down and then back up. And it was just, just like this anticipation was building. And then finally, and this was like some back, dirt road and that's another thing i remember about the trip is just how hard and 
and interesting it was to navigate all these back roads um, as you're chasing and, and you just have to like figure out really quickly, I think there might be a road here and then take it. And <laughs> or make a road. There is. We'll make a road. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember at one point we were driving and this was after the, this moment, but I think, and, and we were driving and it seemed like we were just driving through a field maybe. <laughs> and I remember there were just like kind of some ruts and a bunch of really tall, what seemed like weeds or grass or something like almost as tall as the car. And we couldn't really see where we were going. And he was like, oh man, I hope we don't get stuck. And I was just thinking, <laughs> we're, we're totally going to get stuck. And, and <laughs> But he just kept going, and 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 you know, luckily we didn't. But uh, yeah, that that was that was, yeah, that was, that was crazy. And then, you know, and then finally we get to the end of this dirt road, and we come up to the top of the hill, where it meets another road, and there it is. There's this tornado, and I don't know, like it just didn't seem real. No. You know, it's kind of it's like I've seen this in movies, I've seen it on the news, on the Discovery Channel, on TV or whatever, but. Like I'm here right now and there's this force of nature and yeah, all I could do was stare at it and I'd probably say, wow, you know, and, uh, you know, try to point, try to point the camera in the right direction. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's stunning and amazing. And, and like I said, it just, it doesn't seem real in the moment. And it it was at that point when we came up to that tornado, uh, come driving North, um, to this day, I've never seen, I mean, of all the tornadoes we've seen and we've chased and we've, we've videoed, I have never seen a tornado uh, so magnificent in size, not just wide, but tall. And I didn't even know what to look at. It was just so big. And I remember thinking, this is overwhelming. This is too much. I don't know what could possibly survive inside of that, you know? And uh, I, we pulled over to we kind of stopped get got our bearings straight we're filming it and then i get a phone call from from gabe oh yes so i'm at this point living in jacksonville florida and i was already in disbelief that jeff and david were seeing this massive tornado so i'm tracking everything online and i have the radar pulled up and i have other storm chaser streams pulled up and i notice a second area of rotation forming just to, I think it was to your east, yep. if I remember right. That's right. Um, and I called Jeff because um, I knew that they were they were hyper focused on this first tornado. Um, and I called Jeff and I said, "Hey, man, I think there may be a second area of rotation just to your east." And of course, he was in the moment, so he said, "Hey, I'll call you back in a second. But then, and, and I never called back. <laughs> and I never called back. I didn't really expect a call at that point. I knew he was in the zone, but I wanted to make sure he knew that that was there. And uh, I think immediately you looked over and saw something, if I remember right. Who's hey, somebody? It, okay, uh, we are. Hold on just a second. Hey, can I call you back? Oh, that, that's exactly what he was talking about. You get that one. Okay. It's exactly what happened. In fact, um, again, so much was going through our brains. Uh, Dave and I are sitting there just kind of in awe. And when Gabe called, he says, hey, there's another area of rotation to your east. I looked, and sure enough, there's a tornado forming. And I have all these thoughts, like, do we chase that one? Do we keep chasing this one? 
how do I possibly handle both of these? So I think I just, I just told Gabe, I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> and after I hung up, I told David with his camera, I said, hey, you get that one. And that was that was the beginning of the Pilger tornado, the infamous Pilger tornado, the first one. Wow. Yeah. So bona fide outbreak is occurring around yeah. you yeah. at the time. Um, and so that would be a first for you as well, Jeff, right? So I love that these this moment was kind of like you and David were experiencing these firsts together, trying to yeah. keep it together trying to do all the things that storm chasers have to do, like like David was saying, you know, really well, like you just kind of like improv what road to take and like pray to God that you made the right call yes. and that you're not going to like hit the end of something, you know, or have to turn around or lose precious time. Cause it's almost like a ticking clock is constantly, you know, going, going off in our heads. Yeah. Um, so take us through kind of Jeff, how the rest of the day unfolded from from your guys' perspective because it's like this story only ramps up from here. Yeah. It it, it just intensifies and intensifies. Um we started busing north and we start making our way I, I forgot what the name of the road is, the highway, but we start heading toward Pilger. And there was a car that had been thrown into the side, like a, a ditch to our right. And I remember it's really interesting and it's going to sound um, almost inhumane sometimes because you're, you're, you're thinking about storm chasing and about the tornado, but, and in my head, like you were saying, Jeremy, there's a ticking clock. Cause I'm like, we need to check and, and make sure these people are okay. But in my head, I'm also thinking, you know, if they are okay, we need to get back in this car and get moving because we might miss something pretty significant. So I pull over. I, I drove too far over, and I had to run back. Probably, honestly, about fifty yards. Ridiculous amount of of running. I was out of breath, very out of shape. <laughs> and we get there, and they're out of the car, saying everything's fine, we're good. And so I wave at them, and I turn back for that next fifty yards back to the car. <laughs> and I remember just praying, Lord, just don't let me die in this run. And <laughs> I, I get back go. into the car and I'm out of breath. I think even in the video, I'm just like, okay, we got to go get the, <laughs> these tornadoes. Yeah, we you uh, cut that audio in now, right, right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, we got it. It's about to drop another one here. Uh, it's a big daddy right there. So we start heading down and all we know is that there's, there's this tornado that in Pilger, but then behind it, we can see a second one. And this would be our third one of the day. We see a second one forming just behind this main tornado. And all we need to do, like we didn't talk much. David and I did not say much. We just filmed and honestly, we're just, we're just driving and hoping that this tornado is going through open land, but you can see all this debris. And, and that's, that's the one that went through Pilger and it went through downtown. I mean, it hit it straight on. I've never seen twins like this before. We're going to be able to get past it. I'm curious, uh, David, like what was going through your mind? Like the closer we got 
toward the town and there's now two very large tornadoes right next to each other going over this highway. What are some of the thoughts that were going through your mind? Were you in mental paralysis like I was? And I was just playing it off. Like I'm acting really cool. Like, and I'm just saying stuff, but for you, like what was going through your mind and all that? I think part of me was wondering like, how close are we going to get? Because (laughs) (laughs) these are like two really big tornadoes and we're driving toward them and they're just getting bigger and bigger, you know, in our windshield and yeah, so so part of me is just wondering, like, how close do you actually get? I I'm pretty sure I trust this guy next to me. <laughs> Why is he accelerating? <laughs> like, he seems to know what he's doing, right? He he's talking a lot of weather stuff, you know. I mean, uh, so yeah, I think that you know, somewhat understanding, like, this isn't normal, right? Yeah. This is yeah. not something, you know, even storm chasers see ever, really. Uh, these two huge tornadoes right next to each other. Um, and just, you know, just trying to, trying to take it all in as much as I could. I remember, I, like I said, I was watching Storm Chaser live streams. So I hadn't heard back from Jeff. He never called me back. And I forgive him for that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Because of the circumstances. But I remember watching these live streams. And then sure enough, these two tornadoes pop onto everyone's live streams. And I couldn't comprehend what I was seeing because... Nothing like that had ever happened in our lifetime. And I was texting Jeff. I was like, I, I like, I don't, for, for some reason I thought, no, Jeff, Jeff isn't seeing this. Like, I, I don't know someone who's seeing this historic <laughs> event. Like, that's just too much to handle. And he texted back. He's like, yeah, there's two on the ground. And I was freaking out. So I'm in Jacksonville. I'm at home. I'm supposed to be working, but I was not. <laughs> and watching these live streams and I was trying to like, Pulling my wife in, Meredith, you got to come see this. Girls, come come look at this. You're never going to see something like this again. And to be able to, to, to watch it live on the internet was already mind-blowing. So I can't imagine what it was like for you guys seeing that in person. And I, I at some point in the video, Jeff, you even, you even say, like, this is, a, this is a historic day. Yeah. Like, you make that, that, that statement because you knew in the moment this is such a rare thing. I mean, this is unfortunately a historic day. Two wedges. I don't know how big are those. Are those? Um, that one up there is a mile, half a mile wide on the right. This one's probably a quarter mile. It's hard to tell, but. And those are like EF4s? I don't know. Looking at that damage back there, that was EF3, EF4. Oh my. It's just cycling over and over, man. Please, I hope it didn't hit these houses. I don't, I don't think it did. It. it, it. It just hits you going, this is not, you don't have to chase a lot of tornadoes and see a lot of tornadoes to first understand how significant of a day it was. Like anyone could have recognized that as this is abnormal, uh, even for those who chase tornadoes. And the thing that was in the back of my mind, um, really interesting as a storm chase team, like one of the things that we do um, if, if we're chasing together or if one of us or two of us are not there and we're always in communication, you know, um, whether Jeremy, Gabe, myself, we're always communicating like, what are you seeing? Here's what we see on radar. How are you? Are you alive? <laughs> Basic questions like that. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you know, um, stay safe, all the things, you know, but 
usually what happens is if we don't hear from one another for about 20, 30, 45 minutes, we just assume, oh, they're in the middle of it. They're in the middle of the storm. They're documenting it and they'll get back, you know, in the next 20 minutes. So that's what I thought when I said, I told Gabe, I'll call you back in my head. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be chasing tornadoes nonstop for an hour and a half. Like there's like, that's not something that happens. I kept turning to David going, do you understand? This is not what happens on your first storm chase. Like (laughs) your first, like you are spoiled rotten with, with uh, tornado chasing because there's no way you're seeing these half mile to mile wide tornadoes. And now two next to each other. I was like, you're, you're never going to be, happy ever again when you storm chase everything's going to be you know subpar and um so we do we we um the, both these tornadoes cross over the highway they uh they're kind of rebuilding a little bit and they both become so wide and we're driving it really was picturesque um but we just chase and i don't think we said much to each other because um i did tell him hey when you're recording, we're going to try not to act crazy because it's going to come out in the video. <laughs> but honestly, we were just in awe. Like, what do you do with this? Yeah. So, David, in, in hindsight, what, how do you, what, or what does this memory mean to you? Uh, that's a good question. It's, it's treasured for sure. So, I, I brought a little show and tell with me, even though we're on radio. But <laughs> yeah. this is a picture. Oh, yeah. In my living room. Wow. Uh, and it's Two it's the twins. Tornadoes. It's the twins. Yeah. And, That's a great uh, shot. So, yeah, it's, you know, one of the shots we got that day. And Do people ask about that when they come into your living room? Uh, yes. That's why it's there. So <laughs> <laughs> It's a story I, I like to tell. Uh, and so, yeah. And then, like, like I said earlier, I, I'm a teacher. And so, you know, one of the, the ways I show my students I'm awesome at the beginning of every year <laughs> is I show the video of that day, you know, the, the Tornado Trackers video uh, where you can hear my voice and, you know, see all the amazing footage that we shot that day. Um, so, so, yeah. Does it I mean, work? Do, do kids think you're cool? Some of them, yeah. Uh, you know, of course, other ones are like, yeah, I've seen this before on TV, big deal, whatever. That's how you pick out who you like for the year. You're like, okay, you're cool. And you you're fail, cool. you cool. fail, you fail. So, yeah, I try to I try to earn some, some cool points uh, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's hard to describe. I, so Some random thoughts have been popping in my head, Jeff, as as you've been kind of retelling that day, so I'm I'm kind of going I'm kind of going backwards a little bit here. That's fine. When you had mentioned that we stopped at that gas station, that's when I realized like, wow, there's like other people who do this. Yeah. <laughs> and like you know, and that that kept happening throughout the day, yep. especially before things you know started firing off. It was just like, you know, Jeff was talking to these people. He seemed to know and about weather and they were saying things i didn't understand you know but it was like wow there's like this whole subculture this whole community of people and they're all here so you know something cool is probably about to happen um so that you know those are just kind of some random random thoughts from from earlier i think the last things that that jump out to how that chase ended was it did it really was a marathon um I don't think we were emotionally or mentally or physically prepared for that, but it was, you were on for like two hours. You were 
all in and and the tornadoes just wouldn't stop which um which is great for storm chasing but it was exhausting and then we come across those two twin tornadoes they've taken on different shape and that pilgrim tornado now was this rope and it was it was doing damage on the ground but it was really skinny and it was moving so fast from left to right like we were trying to catch up to it and there came a point to where I remember us saying, there's no way we can catch up to this thing. It was just moving so fast. And we've come to find out it holds the record for the fast, fastest forward motion of a tornado in history. And, and we could attest to that. I remember looking at that going, that thing's going abnormally fast. And um, so we chased it as long as we could. The fourth EF4 uh, appeared. That was... Uh, the Wakefield tornado, that was uh, EF4. We chased that the best we could. And I remember the last moment is we chased it until it dissipated. And I remember this moment with my camera pressing off going, and that's that. Like, it just felt like oh, it wow. was like, a, it felt like a movie. It started, we got when it started and we caught it right when it ended. And we just kind of looked at each other going, what just happened? You know? Wow. Crazy. Four EF4s in one day. Just, I mean, one, I don't know. I was just, I was thinking about that rope. Can't get that rope out of my mind. And one, one last, last That's thing. That's a good t-shirt st- too. That We're adding that to the store. <laughs> Can't get that rope out of my mind. <laughs> That's so good. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. No, that's cool. Uh, I, you know, I mean, obviously set the record. So it was moving fast and I, I remember it moving across, you know, our view over towards a wedge, the wedge, you know, and just, it was like it crossed right in front of the wedge. And, you know, there's just this beautiful shot of the rope, you know, coming down in that curvy way, you know, right in front of this gorgeous wedge. And then uh, lightning just lit oh, it up. Just a big bolt. Beautiful. That purple. Bolt, that signature bolt. Yeah. That's and, a, that uh, thing's a freak. Yeah. What was with that bolt, man? That was crazy. Yeah, that, like, that, that's something that sticks out in my mind and that, I, yeah, I'll never forget for sure. I agree. Wow. Uh, when, that, when bolt, it hit, yeah. that bolt actually played a, a pivotal role in figuring out some pretty amazing statistics. If you tune into our next episode with Pecos Hank, you'll get to hear how that millisecond in time played a huge role in that's making right. history. Good tease, Gabe. Ooh, good tease. Nice good tease. <laughs> Storm tees. Storm tees. Another t-shirt. Man, we're loading up our store tonight. <laughs> what, are, what are the graphics on that one going to look like? Uh, just pure. Explicit. Just, like, yeah. just, just, just blurred out. Just Helvetica font. Pixelated. <laughs> All right, fellas. That's another awesome episode of the Tornado Trackers podcast. David McConnell, thank you so much for joining us. Your perspective. Uh, was so wonderful. Um, check out uh, the show notes. We post uh, all the videos in there. We realize this is an audio format. We're talking about visual things. Um, yeah, just subscribe to us on YouTube. That would mean a lot to us. Uh, we are Tornado Trackers on YouTube. Uh, we're Tornado Trackers everywhere else on the web, too. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and our website is tornadotrackers.org. Comment uh, on Apple Podcasts a storm story that is really memorable. We love storm stories. We think everyone has a storm story. And so we'd love to read those uh, on the air uh, in the future sometime. We think that would be that would be pretty awesome. Um, but that's about it. Another awesome episode of the Tornado Trackers podcast. 
um, and we will catch you in a couple weeks. See ya.